Howdy guys and gals and my music loving pals, I'm your host Lauren Batanza and it's time to face the music. excited to be starting this podcast about music. I am unhealthily obsessed with music. I like just about every genre, every artist, all of the good music. I am obsessed. I constantly think about it. I constantly am humming a song. Um, I actually recently started doing this where I started writing down the song that I had in my head when I woke up for that day. It's actually, it's kind of nice because it's like, Mostly songs that I recently listened to, but most of it's like songs that I hadn't heard in a long time. I'm like, oh, I should I should go listen to that. So even my brain is helping me out with new music. Um, so the reason I really wanted to start a podcast was my, my friends had just started one called Friends Don't Lie Podcast, and they it was a TV review podcast. They started out with Stranger Things. They are now on Avatar, The Last Airbender. Y'all should really go check them out. They're a really fun group of, guy, uh, group of people. Um... But I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. I want to do that. What can I do? What's something that I'm interested in? I'm like, oh my gosh, Lauren, you're so dumb. Music. That's all you talk about. That's all you think about. Why not just share your opinions with the world and take the pressure off of your friends from having to hear it all the time? So that's what I did. So here I am with my first podcast about music, and I'm, I'm just ready to get right into it. Um... I, a little bit of information about myself. I am in college. I live in Texas, and I'm working towards a bachelor's degree in animal science. So that's like livestock and such. I used to raise sheep through FFA um, in in high school, so I just really enjoyed that and wanted to make that a career. Um, so a couple of my favorite artists, I would say, are probably the Eagles is one of my favorite. One of my favorite bands of all time, one of my sheep's name was Glenn, who I named after Glenn Fry, who was one of the lead singers of the Eagles, R.I.P. Um, but yeah, so like I obviously like music and I obviously like the Eagles if I'm willing to name my sheep after their singer. Um, I think another one of my favorite bands would also have to be Duncan Fellows. I actually got the opportunity to see them in concert when I used to live in Colorado and um they were, they were really good, and they just come out with a, a few new songs, like, right before their concert, so that was nice to, like, hear some of their new music live. I was front row. I was, like, right there, you know. I could, I was, I was in the full experience moment, and the, um, one of their, their bass guitarists hopped up on the big, like, speaker that was next to me, and he, like, kicked me, and I was, like, part of me was, like, geez, dude, like, chill out, and then part of me was also, like, oh, my gosh, I got kicked by a, <laughs> by a rock star, I was, like, that's the coolest thing in the world, um, and then another, I think it, another one of my favorite bands that I more recently discovered is Surefire, I like every one of their songs, I haven't heard one of their songs that I do not like, um, so if y'all want to go check all those out, I'm hoping to talk about some of those artists on here eventually. Um, what I'm hoping to do each week is I, I really want to share some of the new 
singles and new albums that come out and by new I mean like within the last year I mean I'm not talking about something that came out like I mean some of the music I will be talking about that came out like a few days ago but I don't want to limit myself you know so I like within the last year and then I want to do about once a week or I mean once a month sorry doing um like a throwbacks type thing so I can talk about 70s music 80s music um, those artists and those songs that I'm interested in. Um, I, I really want to talk, I, I really want to do it, but I also, the name that I came up with, I was very proud of. It is, it's time to face the music blast from the past cast. I was so proud of that. So that's definitely going to be a thing. <laughs> it's going to be probably like once a month. And, um, if you ch- go and check out my social media, I will post on there, the artist's before my podcast come out so y'all can like listen to some of their songs and stuff like that to kind of you know hear about what I'm going to be talking about that week so um I'll talk about that a little bit more later so this week I have chosen two singles and one album so the uh the first single is by the band Camino featuring Chelsea Cutler the album is by Yola and the second single is by Friday Pilots Club so I, I really like these artists I've the band Camino I've loved for a while. Yola and Friday Pilots Club I have just discovered recently, but their music is fire. So I'm really excited to be sharing that with y'all too. Um, all right, so to get started, the first single I'll be breaking down is Crying Over You by the band Camino featuring Chelsea Cutler. Um, the band Camino is like an alternative pop band. Uh, they've kind of recently come into the spotlight, like about mm, 2016, around there. I discovered them early on whenever they were had just started making music on Spotify and I really liked their sound, I really liked their songs and I actually got to go see them in concert. They opened for Ben Rector and I don't think I knew till like, I think we were in the car on the way there and I was like, wait, who's their opener? And they were like, the band Camino. I've never heard of them. I was like, the band Camino. I love the band Camino. Like, I was so excited to actually like know a band that had let nobody knows you know at the time nobody knew you know so I was really excited to see them and they were really good live um just the guitar playing I think is just premium (laughs) guitar playing like they're really really good um guitarists in their band so it was really exciting to see them in concert and to actually know their music now they are a little bit more popular than they were then um I know Daphne Blue was a really popular song and um less than oh Daphne Blue less than I do and see through or or like their some of their most popular songs I think another one is one of the very first singles that came out called 214 which it's like 2 slash 14 so obviously it's probably talking about well obvious it's obvious it's it's Valentine's Day but I was joking with my friend Abigail the other day because I every time I see it, I always read it as two out of 14. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play two out of 14. That's a really good song. We just cracked up. Um, so those are some of their popular songs that kind of made them a little bit of a more well-known band. And then I think they started doing shows on their own. They were doing uh, Austin City Limit. But obviously, if they're at ACL, I think that they're a little bit of a bigger band now. Um, but getting into this, their music, their music is really good. They have a really good combination of their, like, the song part of it and the lyrics. 
Their music is like really upbeat and makes you want to jump up and down, but their lyrics are kind of moody and emotional. And so it makes like for some really beautiful songs that they create. So their single Crying Over You, it came out on July 31st and it features an uprising star, another uprising star, Chelsea Cutler. So she's come onto the scene um, a little bit more recently, like 2018. Um, she's like rising in pop music. She's, I think, collabed with some other artists, but she's, uh, some of her hits were You Were Good to Me and Crazier Things. She's a really like gentle, kind of breathy type voice. And I think it really compliments Jeffrey Jordan, who's the lead singer of the band community. I think it really compliments his voice really well, um, especially for this kind of emotional song. But um, so when I was listening to the song the first time, I, you know, I was thinking crying over you. Okay, a breakup. And now they're all sad about the other person. So they're crying over them, whatever. Psych. That's that's not what it was about. Like the music makes it seem like that's what it's going to be about. But the lyrics were completely different. Chelsea Cutler comes into the song first and she starts saying things like, I would much rather be crying than being with you. I'd much rather be drinking alone than being with you. I'd much rather be sitting in silence than hearing you lie to me. And I was like, gum, go off, girl, you know? But also, I think that's the, the point of the song was it's basically not I'm going to sit here and cry over you, but um, I choose to cry instead of being with you because you suck. So I think that's kind of how the situation is going is like the toxic relationship and they're realizing that it was too toxic and they need out of there um but I think it was really interesting how they made the song in doing the music like really sad and emotional but then the lyrics are I think if anything a little bit you know like of empowerment you know more like I'm not gonna sit here and sulk and I'm not gonna sit here and think about all the good times we had and blah 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 but I'm gonna think about okay I don't need you in my life. So we're moving on and <laughs> I'm going to be okay. And I think that's a really big thing for um, emotional songs today. I feel like a lot of songs like that today are, are a lot about, you know, oh, I'm just going to sit here and cry over them because we had such good times together and now we're not together anymore. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is this like middle school like emotions but now it's like you know our relationship really sucked and that happens sometimes sometimes you get in a relationship that really sucks but you don't need to sit there and be a baby about it learn from it move on you'll be okay you're king you're queen you're fully loved so um at the end of the song the song was really short at the end of the song I was really expecting like the drums to come in, you know, the drums, the guitars. All right, here's that big moment. Here it comes. And then the song was over. And I was like, okay, what? <laughs> I was ready for that big moment, you know, of all the emotion just, but um, I think it, as I, you know, heard it over and over and over again, listening to the lyrics, listening to the song, I was like, that was a fantastic choice. Because if they had brought in drums and the guitars, then it would have been like, I'm angry, I'm going to go key your car, and I'm going to destroy your life. But that's not the mood of the song. The point of the song was to explain that relationships can be bad, and that you'd much rather be doing something worse than being in that relationship. The, the song was emphasizing how horrible the relationship was, 
And because it was doing that, it but it also showed a maturity of the characters played by the singers because it was more of, I'm not going to ruin your life because our relationship sucked, but I'm going to learn from it and move on because I'm going to be okay. And I think that's a perfect message. And I think that was a really good way for them to make a song. I think it was, it's just kind of, I don't, I don't know, different than the other, other like breakup songs I've heard. And it just made it, I don't know, full of hope, I guess. So great song, 10 out of 10. Go listen to that. Crying Over You, Ben Camino, Chelsea Cutler. All right, so this next artist I have more recently discovered. Um, she's fantastic. Her name is Yola. I assume that I'm pronouncing that right. right. Y-O-L-A. Um, her, I think her style of music is more like country soul, I would say. Um, the reason I discovered her was I was watching the series finale of Veronica Mars um, with Kristen Bell and... In the episode, they play this song at the end of the episode. Like, her her husband's died. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Her husband's died. She's, you know, moving on, trying to. She's taking care of her dad and whatever. But the, the very first song off of this album by Yola comes on. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is that song? I thought it was going to be a song from, like, 60s, maybe. And I played it, and I looked, and I was like, 2019? 2019 and I was like kind of shocked because there's a lot of 60s music you know that you don't like you you've heard or something before but then you like don't really know or at least I don't really know the exact artist or the exact album it's from or whatever so I was like expecting not really to know it but then when I saw it was 2019 I was like how have I not come across her before she is fantastic I've never heard music like this before Country Soul, like it's so, oh my gosh, it's so good. So she has also been on, I think she helped out with the album for The High Women, which is a group of country singers. Um, it's it's basically The Highwaymen, if you know who The Highwaymen are. It's like um, Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson and... Johnny Cash, you know, and Waylon Jennings too. They had music on their own, and then in the peak of their careers, they formed a band called the Highwaymen. This is what they did. The Highwaymen did the same thing. Brandon Carlisle was a big influencer in country music, and so is Marion Morris. I don't really know the other two ladies. I don't really listen to their music that much. Um, not completely a fan, but Yola had some some input into that album in some way. So with this album, it was actually produced by Easy Eye Sound, who is Dan Arbach. And Dan Arbach was in the Black Keys, which was like a blues rock band. I, I wasn't a huge fan, but I knew him from his solo career that he did. And his um, music was really good. It's called, his album, one of his albums was called Waiting on a Song, and I... I really like that album, and but I could see some of the aspects of that album in Yola's album. Once I saw that he produced it, I was like, oh, I see it now. Like in the very first song, as my friend who was in percussion has told me, um, the glockenspiel, 
like the bell kit that's that's uh, in percussion. I hope that's the right thing. Um, is used in her very first song called Far Away Look on this album, which is also used in a lot of the songs in that in Darren Albach's solo album, uh, Waiting on a Song. So I was like, oh, okay, I can see some of the similarities in certain musical instruments and just certain thing aspects of the song. So the very first song, Far Away Look on the album, is first just like, it's so good. Her voice is so strong. And the music is just, it's just a song I want to listen to all the time, over and over and over again. And some artists rarely do that for me. Um, like, my on-repeat playlist that Spotify makes is changes daily because I don't really, there's not a lot of songs I, I play over and over and over again. But this is one of those songs that's been on there for a hot minute because it's, it's really good. Um, but I think the song is more about her personal struggle um, she, from what I, from what I read, she had some issues with like, um, her mom not really approving of her career choice doing music and, um, which I think is really sad because if you have a really big talent for music, I think it's hard to, um, have people tell you that you, you shouldn't go into that career, you know, um, especially a parent. I feel like that's really tough, but I think, um, that was what the song was about was more of like her struggle with with that and really just trying to um, make her way through as a somewhat struggling artist, you know, in some ways. Um, I mean, every artist at one point was struggling, you know, and so I think that was, I think that's what this first song is about, but the lyrics are are just, I don't know. At first, when I first heard them, I thought that it was talking more about uh, a love interest and maybe more of like, when is he gonna snap to it that, you know, you know, buckle down in a way, I guess, like just, he's just kind of going with the flow type thing. But I read a little bit about it. It didn't really tell me too much about exactly what the song meant, but I, that's what I picked up, um, from that song personally. The next song on the album is called Shady Grove, and it is also really good. I think it's talking more about of like a place or a thing that has, um, that, that's a really good memory for her that just, she just kind of doesn't want to let go. But the music of it is, so good there's the pianos in there but then they have like some string instruments in the background and also the back background vocals are perfect the bridge I can't even I don't I don't even know how to put into words like how much this album had an effect on me I guess it's not really like personally like I can relate to more of the lyrics but just the the music is so so good and I I think I just I just can't get over that there's not more artists like her. I also can't get over the fact that I haven't found her sooner. It makes me kind of upset at myself. And um, like uh, also, but it makes me hopeful for all the other artists that could be like her that are out there that I haven't discovered yet, you know. Um, but yeah, I think this song was really good. The, the piano just kind of at the end of the song just tapers off and just kind of keeps going as everything else is just kind of ending and it's just, it just keeps going. And I, I think that kind of goes to with the song. She says, you know, she has a, a memory that's so old that, you know, you don't know the ending. And I think that's kind of, it's like it kind of lives on forever. So the piano just kind of closes out the song and it just lives on forever in your, you know, in your minds. If you stopped at that song right there, that's what you would think of is, is that piano and those strings and those backup vocals. And I think that that one is a really, really strong song for this album.
So listening to the song in order, I think you can really hear in this next track, track three, right out in the country. Um, there's a lot. She's really expressing her soul type part aspect of her voice in this in this song. Um, you know, it's talking about, you know, falling out of love, basically, and that it's just a ride out in the country makes her feel better type thing. But it's um, she hits some like higher notes, um, crazy and baby a couple times. But when she says those, she, she really goes for them and really just kind of belts them out. And it, and they're, uh, she hits them so well, but she also has that like hurt in her voice. You know, like you can, you know what I'm saying? Like you can hear the hurt. Oh, oh, it's just, oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. It just gets me. It's just so good. Like when I first heard this album, this song, I was like, man, I can skip past it. But then when I listened to it over and over again, I started hearing those when she was belting it out. And I was like, yep, this is one of the top ones now. <laughs> She's getting it. So it's it's those are just really good. Okay, this next track is called It Ain't Easier. It's just talking about how love is hard, but she sings it in such a powerful way. Um, this one has more of a blues-type sound to it, I would say. Um, I mean, it still has that fiddle in there, so there's still that country aspect of it, but it's definitely blues with the piano, and it's got a little bit of like a keyboard, organy type sound in the background um, for the music. But during the bridge, mm, she goes up there and then like purposely does like this scratchy noise. Like it's not like a my voice just cracked. It's like a purposeful break in her voice, and it's. I, it just, it, it makes it, it adds more of the pain to her voice. I don't know how she, I don't know how she does it. It just makes me, and it's just so excited about this song. But she, she, she just puts so much power into this, even though it's like a sad song about how love is not easy. She's just expressing all that emotion in, honestly, in that one note. She's really just doing it in that one note where her voice breaks, but like in the best way, it's just, like my voice breaks, but never when I want it to, like just then, and and always sounds horrible, but hers is done in, in a perfect way. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. I can't, I just, okay, it's just so good. Skipping down to track number nine, Lonely the Night. Um, it's It starts out with like a really peaceful type sound. Um, I think it has a, like, it definitely has like a 70s folk type vibe I think it sounds really similar um to peaceful easy feeling by um the eagles um and uh it goes from that peaceful feeling (laughs) um to her just belting out lonely the night the title of the song and it's I it's amazing like she just it's so powerful but she goes from you know, discussing the uh, problems with love and things like that. But then she just goes in, like, right into it. And she goes, lonely the night, you know. And it's just, and how it's meant for those who are brokenhearted. And I think it's, oh, it's just, it's just so amazing. And she comes right back in with that glockenspiel again. Um, very similar to the Waiting on a Song by Dan Arbach. And it's just so, it's just so powerful that she can, bring such emotion with music, which a lot of artists can do, but her voice is just a voice that I really, really, really like. 
it even comes in after that big belt um, with with an electric guitar, um, along with the other instruments that have been using like have been used at the beginning of the song, and I I just think that has a really big Eagles feel to me because it, it's got like a folk type rock to it. It's it's very powerful music, but it's also not at the same time. Um, but it's just about you know love and things like that and so i feel i feel like there's a lot of similarities i think her her music is just seems to be more not like old fashioned but just a lot of influence from older generations of music like from 70s folk music i think is i think that has a lot and even 80s and 70s and 80s country music too i think there's a lot of that influence that is in her sound which i think is why i like it so much too is you know I'm I'm a huge fan of older music but also it's kind of refreshing to hear a song that hasn't been auto-tuned over a hundred thousand times or that the the music is just all just beats or it's all just um using like keyboards and stuff like that but it's actually like big band this sounds like big like an actual band like came together and made music which I think is you know what it's supposed to be what music is supposed to be so it's i think that's just refreshing to hear that her sound is from 2019 but she's bringing back some of those older influences in her music so this next song still gone is the 10th track on the album and this one is a little bit more upbeat um i think it had like that keyboard in it just kind of made it sound more of a happier type vibe to it but honestly the song is kind of sad in a way it's just saying like that even though I see you all over the place you're still gone you're not with me type thing and so I think it's very interesting for her to convey that sort of pain um with or or sadness maybe with like such a happy beat in the background um I mean I was just talking about that earlier with the Ben Camino song and how they do that with their music it's the similar way like she's talking about an upsetting thing which the music is so happy that it makes you like you can't be sad when you listen to it you know so moving on to the last song on that album I skipped a couple but the last one is track 14 which is her cover of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by which is originally by Elton John came out in 73 and she did her cover of it now I love Elton John but I'm not the type of person who thinks that covers can't be made because it's a classic song. Sometimes I get upset when people are like, this song can't be remade, there can't be any covers by it because this is the original and it can't change. Okay, it's the original, it's always going to be the original, but her cover of this song is one of the best covers I've ever heard, ever. Like, it is... (laughs) I don't know. The song's the same. The lyrics are the same. She's British. He's British. Like, that's not really different. But what is different is the way that she changes some of the notes. Like, okay, instead of just going straight shot on her notes, rather than just making it kind of flat, she adds a little bit of spice. She adds a little bit of her to the song. And I think that's what made it so good. And she really just kind of goes for it on those on those notes and um those big moments she really goes for it which I'm not saying Elton John doesn't but he just can't do it the way he she does he doesn't have that soul in his voice he doesn't have that 
that um, power like she does. And so when she does that, it's just, it brings a lot more life back to a song that I think can sometimes be forgotten um, by people today in music. And uh, even though it's a really good song, I just think that it's not, you know, I don't hear a lot of people going in karaoke and singing Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, you know, unless they're completely um, destroyed inside. But, But the way that she took it and made it kind of her own thing was I think really good and it's honestly one of the best covers that I've ever heard of one of this song ever the way she sings it really makes me just want to get in my car turn it like on max volume and belt this out with her because even though I can't hit those notes that's what the max volume is for by the way when you turn it up that loud you can't hear yourself sing no one knows how bad you are, but it just it just makes it, the song much more powerful to actually have more of a meaning to it, and it, it brings life back into this older song. So ending there for her album, I just think that she did such a good job. I really hope she comes out with more music because I can't wait to hear some more stuff by her. I really hope y'all go and listen to that album. Um, I mean, also go and listen to Dan Arbach, too, since he produced it. He's, um, he has some pretty good songs as well. Um, uh, I heard some of the music from her other, like, EP that she put out before this. It was, like, 2016, I think. Um, it wasn't as good as this album, I think, just because you can tell that the production of it was a lot better. She had a lot more of her, I think, in it. But um, it was... This album is so good. Walk Through Fire. Even just starting with that first track, Far Away Look, it's just it's just perfect. And I think she she has so much power, so much soul, and brings back a lot of influences that I think we're really missing in today's music scene. And um, I really hope y'all go check her out. Yola, so good. The next single that I'm going to be talking about and the last song that I'm going to have for this podcast is called Breaking My Bones by Friday Pilots Club, which came out on June 26th, 2020. So Friday Pilots Club is a rock band from Chicago, and I would compare their music, um, I think it's really similar to The Score. If y'all know the band The Score, it's kind of like um, like a rock, electro, pop type sound to it. Um, their music's kind of like, turn your bass all the way up and wait for the boom type vibe, if that makes sense. Like, it's meant to be listened to loud. And if you don't, you will not get that full experience. Or at least, like, listening to it with headphones. I think if you have too many things going on, you won't really, like, enjoy the song as much because it's, like, one that you need to, like, to go hard. Like, I mean, in the song, it says it has, like, this short part at the beginning you know where it's just like easy and then it goes it says send it and then it goes boom like it's 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 that type of song like you can't listen to it without you know having it really loud or having the bass up really high um so I read on their website that it's made up the Friday Pilots Club is made up of two guys Caleb Hiltonen and Drew Polovic and it said they work really well together because Hilton Inn is kind of like a natural born singer. He has, he kind of has to me like a deep, almost like a throaty type voice, but it's, it's not too deep, you know, that it's like weird. I guess it, it works. It, I think it works with their type of music, but Polovic is more classically trained. And so he really focuses more on the details of the music and the song and things like that. 
Um, I don't really remember how I discovered them. I know it was more recently, um, probably like on Spotify or something like that. But the first song I really liked by them was called End of It, um, which was their first single that came out in 2017. So they're um, a relatively recent band, I would think. And um, then the next thing I heard was Would You Mind, which was a single that came out in 2018 by them. And those are both really good. They're very similar to the song Breaking My Bones that we're talking about today. Um, it just, I don't know, I really enjoyed it I, because I was in my car at the time, so I could just crank the volume all the way up, and it was like ready to go hard. You know, it's like a, oh, it's it's like a song that if you're about to go play for a sports team or you have an audition or you have an interview, like sit in your car a second, crank this all the way up, and you will have... All the confidence in the world. And pray, of course. But in music-wise, this is a really good one. Um, but so Breaking My Bones um, is really good. I was, I was just listening to all their songs. I was like, oh my gosh, this one's recent. I should talk about this. The song, I think, it, it really has like that type of vibe that you, you would expect it just to be like a background type song. But I like that he actually sings. Like he actually has a really good voice. Like it's not... Um, someone who's just really good at like the bass and and the beats and stuff like that. And then he's just like trying to sing like he's actually really good. And that's the whole point of the band is they have that. um, They really work well together and, you know, making the music as well as being able to sing really well. Um, I I just really like this song. I think that it, it, it just goes hard. It's really good song. I just want to, I wanted to include it today because it's, it's a really fun song. I mean, the first song we started out with was, like a breakup song and then the second the second album or the album we went into was more you know emotional and and had a very different sound to it with like that country soul but this was really like I feel like a good way to end my first podcast because it's like it really goes hard and it's it I think today just kind of showed the different you know the wide variety of the music that I'll be talking about on this show but this is also a really good song to check out. I really think that you should go listen to them as well. I think you should go listen to all these artists. Um, so I think that's really it for all I have to talk about today. Um, I, I'm, I'm so glad I was able to do this. I can't wait for next week. Um, uh, go check out um, my social media to see some of the artists that I'll be posting next week. You can also make some suggestions uh, by DMing me um, of like what artists you'd like to listen to, what genres, what albums, what songs. If you have anything in mind, like I'd love suggestions. I'd love to be able to explore those and and talk about them because I want to talk about what y'all want to hear. Um, so go follow me on Instagram at face the music underscore podcast and Twitter at FTM underscore podcast. So I'm really glad that y'all got to hang out with me today. And I really hope that you go and listen to these songs, listen to these albums And um, I love y'all. I hope y'all have a great week. Bye.